Alrighty, we are here. We are here. So, uh, as you guys know from last week, we had uh, Paulina up here, uh, but she, she ended up bringing up something that I'm just like, huh, she probably should do that. See, she referred to herself as the Afropuff Samurai, right? So I'm thinking we should have names for ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, have, have titles, you know, Some, something that, that grabs the peoples, <laughs> you know? Uh, and then for myself, I'm thinking of being the the Ultra Supreme Lord Omega uh, Supreme God of the Universe. Uh, what, 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 what you think about that? Blasphemy. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I see, I see. Some people are against that one. Uh, how about uh, winner of the anime draft? <laughs> no way. We're gonna put the poll out soon. So dang. Okay, let's see how that is. Okay, okay, okay. I guess two for two. That does uh, no god. Let, let, let me go for the third option. Uh, how about the king in black? I'm rocking with it. I like that. All right, all right. So apparently, third time's always the charm, folks. So uh, hey, I'm the king in black right now. So what about you? For me, I was thinking of uh, Bleach coming back to go with the fallen Shinigami. Ooh, ooh, that kind of, oh, that sounds hard. That that's hard. All right, still workshopping it, but as we go, we're gonna get into it. I'm Demetrius, and I'm Demetrius, and Meech Meech presents the Blurred City Podcast. All right, so this is our official season finale. So next week we will have a bonus episode, depending on the amount of questions that we get back and feedback. But also, just want to hit you up since we're gonna go into our hiatus essentially in the next two weeks turn on the notifications make sure you're following us make sure you're subscribed um share the word about it that way when we do come back if we do come back that you'll be able to know firsthand get all the information get the updates and so on yeah and as i said just really just really come at us uh, with all blazing glory, especially with them questions, uh, which you can find uh, the info for later on. But uh, as you said, just pretty much let us get in and make sure you don't miss out on the juicy content that we may or may not put put out for season two. Yeah, and just a quick update, we're gonna hit with the Patreon to start end to end. Go ahead, subscribe to the Patreon. We're gonna upload some news shows. Um, that should hold you over for our hiatus. While we're gone, we'll tell you a bit towards the end of the show, so stay tuned. But before we get into it, we're going to get into the legal Spiegel. All right. So the purpose of this podcast is to explore digital and print media. All respective sources that we reference are owned by their respective companies, and our thoughts and opinions are strictly our own and do not reflect any biases or corporate agendas. Your discretion is advised. Oh, I will miss hearing that when we record. Uh, but that uh, you probably don't miss reading it though. <laughs> Read it. I did that one off the cuff. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. So just going from there, we're gonna get into what we always do. We're gonna start with what's hot. So what you got? Oh man, oh man, there's a there's a lot going on. Yes, there's a lot that went on. All right, so. Uh, as you guys know, NFL season is now back. So, hey, your favorite teams are either winning or losing. Uh, I, I'm surprised to say that our team is 2-0 right now. So I'm just like, all right, let's get it. Uh, but but what is good in the world of nerdum? Well, 
She hulks out mm-hmm. and already making waves both positively and negatively. Um, but that's that's a story for another time. I find it hilarious. We now know about Captain America's uh, love life. <laughs> yep, yep. Did not think that was going to get addressed, but hey, uh, I'm glad to hear it. And also, that fourth wall breaking is spectacular. Ain't that right, audience? <laughs> uh, but yeah. So after that. Um, at the recording of this episode, it hadn't come out yet, but House of Dragons will be releasing. And with that, <laughs> oh man, I really hope they, they come out the gate swinging. You have to. Because uh, after Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, at least on my end, you had Dragon Ball Super. Firstly, the movie Superhero just came out. And again, I saw it in Japanese. And then I rewatched it in English. Uh, so I'm going to leave my thoughts in because it's certain somebody's going to be seeing it later. Yes. And then, but finally, the manga. Oh my goodness. Oh, bruh. Bruh. I have to tell you something about it because I, I, I haven't read the manga for it, but I know something that happens. And this, I kind of got spoiled about this Frieza stuff. Bruh. The, the memes? Look, 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 Frieza has now ascended to something that I didn't even think was possible. He became the very thing he sought to destroy. (laughs) He he, he finally invited to the cookout. You live long enough to see yourself become a villain. (laughs) Nah, he started off the villain and now you live long enough to see himself become something else. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I was rolling when I saw that. Oh no, nah, but the oh no, nah, but that chapter had had me out of it. It had me out of it. But yeah, that's that's everything on my end. All right, for me, so I'm gonna like you said, I'm gonna see Dragon Ball Superhero later today. Catch that thing in IMAX and see it in the dub as God intended. So, sir, <laughs> I'm just saying. I tried to watch Super uh, the sub, and everyone warned me about Goku's voice. And then I heard it, and I was like, okay, yeah, you sound like a grandma. I'm not about to, I'm not about to listen to this. I mean, Masuka Mazawa has voiced Goku since it came out. I was raised on the dub, that's the thing. Yes, yeah, so I was raised on the dub too, but I've always switched this up whenever I was bored, so, that's fair. so I'm used to it by now. Yes, For but something else that also was I hyped about, season five trailer for Cobra Kai came out. <sighs> People, please go watch Cobra Kai. It is incredible storytelling. It's not even just like it takes it from the perspective of a villain. It's like, okay, he's not exactly a good guy. Johnny, but it does give you perspective. It gives life to the characters and just his interaction and the nebulous and like the rivalry they have is just like incredible. So Cobra Kai season five comes out, I think it's September 1st. I know it's like first week of September. So Mm -hmm. definitely go catch that. Another thing that all anime fans were super hyped about, One Punch Man was confirmed for a season three after 20 years of waiting. You show right. Oh boy, that, that that was like a breath of fresh air just seeing that. And something else for me, um, I, I, went, I recently saw Bullet Train. I know it's been out for a while, but it's, it's a super funny movie. And I had a really great time with like just me and two people in the theater. So it's almost like I rented it out in a sense. Big things around here. And I saw a trailer that I kind of want to get into later for a different movie, but we can get there when we get there. So go from there, we're going to go to our Freak Out Geek Out segment. Oh, man. So uh, it's about time for me to actually get my first Geek Out Freak Out. And 
it's over and you know i'm gonna give it over a comic book uh specifically a comic book that it came out a while ago but it is so great and so phenomenal that i say all of you uh, especially those of the black community needs to read it it's in, it's image comics bitter roots now what is it about it's well firstly it's uh created by david f walker and chuck brown there's three volumes out so far so it's it's a really short read so you have no excuse for to not read it but it takes place in 1920s harlem renaissance and if you know your history, you know uh, uh, the white people about to be start wilding. So it's basically about the Sangria family, a group of like steampunk, grassroots spiritualism monster hunters who are entitled were hunting and curing these monsters known as Genu. Now, the Genu are essentially monsters that are created when humans feel an intense amount of hatred, bigotry, racism, and evil feelings. So, uh, 10 guesses as to who that's gonna be in the 1920s. And, and essentially, it's just about the family dynamic within as they are, uh, as they're pretty much going around killing monsters. You got like Ma Etta, who's the, who's like the elder grandma, who's trying to like be the traditionalist, you know, like the, the women of the family typically are the ones who are like the support class, you know, they're making the potions, they're healing folks. They are, uh, they're the one who creates the serum for curing the genu of their condition. But, and then the guys are typically the fighters. They're the ones who are out there in the fields uh, who are handing out L left and right. <laughs> but but this is the amazing story about it, is that the roles are reversed. Essentially, you have the, the two main characters, Blink and Cullen. Blink is the daughter, and, but she's more of a fighter than anything else. She's so like outgoing, head, headstrong. She loves giving orders, and and she really wants to, you know, be out there in the field. While Cullen, he's the exact opposite. He's actually more suited for the support class, but. But yeah, so it's like, oh, interesting dynamic. You also get characters like Berg, who's my absolute favorite. He's because he talks like so eloquently, like he he says so many like big people words. <laughs> if, if I, so many times I'm like, hold up, let me pull out a dictionary so I feel like what exactly is he talking about? But uh, but he, you know, he's like a big giant tough teddy bear, like the Jolly Green Giant. But he does experience tough. He does give out tough love. Especially the calling his cousin, and then you got Ford, who's the the hardcore one, you know, the the man who didn't see some things, you know, so so much so he's like, nah, we killing Jinu out here. Uh, but yeah, it's it's like such an amazing story. It, it takes the whole concept of you know like the old uh, like the old saying of like whenever people just out here wild it's like oh that's just the devil working that's just devil talking nah this nah this story makes it literal and the main antagonist of the story is great uh, as I said it's really short and the family dynamics is just so great and amazing the art is phenomenal you you have to read it I mean like immediately and. And then finally, it was announced in 2021 that Regina King will be directing a movie adaptation of Bitter Roots. So I'm just like, 
Let's get it. I'm hyped for it. And if you know your Image Comics, you know they come out with amazing adaptations. I mean, you got like the Spawn series of the '90s. You got Invincible. Uh, oh, that's that's Image. Yeah, that's Image. Oh boy. In, yes, and then do not get me started on The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so Image Comics is out here. Though they secured the bag. And before DC got them, superhero static <laughs> shot. Oh, yes, sir. Oh man, but yeah, but that's that's all DC. But uh, but yeah. So I'm just saying, they 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 out here. They're securing bags. They they making properties left and right. Uh, I think I heard like Gideon Falls is actually getting an adaptation, which is a great horror story. So, uh, yeah, as I said, go go read Better Root immediately, especially after you listen to this podcast. So, uh, okay, yeah. and it's three volumes. Three volumes. Okay, definitely, I'll check that out. So, going from there, we're gonna get into our random fan theory of the week. All right, so now we got ourselves the fan theory of the week. Demetrius, what type of uh, insanity that you got for us today? All right, so this is a good one. So hopefully we don't get sued. But oh no, I think that Disney is up to something. They have bigger mechanizations than Phase Five. You have to just follow it. So with Disney Plus, them joining in the streaming wars, like. I think a big part of it being Marvel leading that pioneering and also with Star Wars, I believe that Marvel is experimenting or just like watching like WandaVision, that being a good TV show, even though it kind of got wild at the end. But and then also just the different shows. So like a Moon Knight, a Miss Marvel. And then also we see that the first episode of She-Hulk, um, that fourth wall breaking, who's another hero that they have acquired that breaks the fourth wall a lot. No. CP? Yes. So I think they're experimenting on how to see it like that. Then like also with the Moon Knight, you start to see a little bit more on the side of violence. So again, DP. But then we also have a guy like Wolverine, who we don't know is com- when he's coming. So I think like with that, and then they're also Disney is acquiring Bleach. That's not random, you know? That's like a big move for it because a lot of people are hype about Bleach. It's not like, okay, Bleach has been gone and then it's not coming back. And then they acquired it. It's, they're literally streaming the Thousand Year Blood War art after this has been gone for like 10 years. So also with like the currently phase four soon wrapping up, you don't think they heard a lot about just like, oh, it's not connected anymore. And like, oh, the end game is over. So what are we supposed to do? Like, where is this leading to? There's something much bigger happening. Also, the acquisition of Fox. So all the X-Men. Deadpool again. But also, they also have the Spider-Man movies that are owned by Sony? Question mark? Like, what's what's happening here? Like, we gotta, we gotta keep your eyes open, people. Something big is going. And then I think they're trying to get rid of their formula, the Marvel formula. They still be holding to it. You can see it in the movies and the TV shows, but I think they're definitely experimenting. Hmm. Well, finally, a, a theory that doesn't make me want to claw my eyes out. That's that's great. All right, all right, all right. I can see it. I can see it. I, I, I had a feeling that the that the mouse was was out here wild, and he. It sounds like the mouse got like a a, a twenty year plan, and and who knows who knows what that plan gonna entail. Uh, mouse is equal monopoly now. Uh, 
the mouse is monopoly. What you mean? It's like he, he got the monocle, everything. Daddy Warbucks out here. It's like I'm. It's like and, and uh, I mean, he already got the soul of like many of our firstborn children. So, <laughs> so ah, dang, that's that's a great theory. I, I, I'm beholden to it. Get Doctor Doom and do him right. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm interested. I'm definitely, definitely trying to figure out where they're going next. Uh, so, did you have anything? Oh man. Uh, oh man. Nah, nah. I don't think I could. I could ever top the the machinations of of Disney and the mouse. I, I don't. I don't want to uh, incur their wrath. Okay. So going from there. So I. When I went to see Bullet Train, there's a trailer that kind of stuck with me. And there's that's for the past few days. But then also there's a trailer after that that then made me want to think of like a deeper conversation. And I know we like had our rundown and everything, but do you want to go on this deep dive with me one more time? Let's do this. Okay, so the trailer that I saw, it was for a movie called Till, and it's about Emmett Till. And oh, yes, oh, yeah. So I saw it on like uh, social media once, but I didn't think twice about it because someone was like, "Oh, um, I didn't think twice about. It. I didn't think it was like a real thing." And then I saw the actual trailer, and before I knew what it was. I heard like the people talking. I saw the setting, and I was like, "Man, this looks like it takes place in the '60s and the '50s." Like, and they talking really, like, like how you would see it in certain movies. And then I was like, "Oh no, I know what this movie is. It's about Emmett Till." And it was just like, it's rough, man. Like, I don't, like, I don't. I'm not gonna bash the movie. Obviously, it's a real life thing, and people do do it. And it's like, what that mother had to go through is like. You can't even imagine it's like one of the great american tragedies so i'm not gonna say oh don't see the movie yada 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 but why it like really stuck with me is it's like there's so many movies like that um and then i remember our conversation with just like even lovecraft country um and other shows where it's just like it's so beholden to that time frame and then like right after that two trailers later was the woman king and then i got hyped about it and like just like seeing Viola Davis and then like all the uh, that actual being a true story as well. And like the, I don't know where it's gonna go because I don't know like the full story of it, but seeing like, okay, taking, be able to take pride in it. And then also with a Wakanda Forever coming out in November. I know that's gonna be like heartbreaking for, for so many reasons, but also something that we can take pride in. So when I saw Till, I was just like, man, so many movies like that. Yeah, they're to an extent good. And at the same time, it's just tough watching it. So just wanted to kind of get your opinion on that as well. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you said Till and then you mentioned Emmettel, like, ah, man. So so many feelings kind of just went up into my mind and yeah. like so many thoughts, it was just like, and I really hope they do like the story justice. They don't like, uh, you know, do Hollywood things to it. Just really keep it central, keep it like focused and keep it real. Mm-hmm. And to like really just paint a light on many different issues like that. And and as you said, like there have been a lot of just different exposure of like just pretty much like black either like issues or tragedies that happen like 
For example, the Watchmen series. I was thinking of that right when you said that. Like that, like that brought a light to the Tulsa riots, mm-hmm. which before that sh- that ever came out, almost no one in in the community other than black folk knew that that actually happened. I didn't even know that happened until like 2020. Exactly, like me and like the only reason I knew about it is because my history teacher back in the day was black, so he talked about it. Mm-hmm. And when and when you get into topics like that, it's like that that brought so much light to it that they reincorporated that like that instance in history into textbooks today. Mm-hmm. So so there's that, and then like. Just many different other things that I can think of, like Fruitvale Station oh and gosh, and yeah. that tragedy. Um, God, there's a lot, like even like a Hidden Figures or like which uh, yes. or just like the women that were behind the rocket launching, yes. and then also just like the traditional like black stories, like Jackie Robinson, another just like mm-hmm. banger by Chadwick Boseman, and then he played Thurgood Marshall. I can think of the Ernie Davis story that I watched when I was a kid, where the uh, first Heisman Trophy winner yep. as a football player and what he had to go through um, just with that, and then. It's, is it called Race or Run? Um, which, but it's about, not Jackie Run, it's about, oh, I'm so upset. But like the runner, Jesse Owens, Jesse Owens. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, uh, I think that was called Race. Yeah. Um, just even seeing that, like, I remember, and then there's another one. Oh, Selma. I remember yeah. I went to Selma, and I believe this was after, of course, another shooting. And I just remember crying in the theater after, like, the guy died. Yeah, and it was just because it was like it's still happening today. Yeah, and this was like me as a teenager when I wasn't even like emotionally in tune with my feelings like I am now. Whereas it's like so devastated about it, and even um not last year but maybe two years ago, but just the great work by Daniel Kaluuya and um Lakeith Stanfield. Judas and the Black Messiah, that movie, just the ending for that was extremely sad. And then knowing that that was based on a true story was heartbreaking. Um, And then I remember there was this Netflix show. No, it was a movie. It was about like some court case about the eight something like that. I don't remember. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And it was they had the seven other defendants and they use the one black guy that was part of the black Panther party to kind of make them look guilty mm-hmm. and then seeing that reaction and then tying that back into Judas and the black messiah and it's just like oh that's why you reacted in such a way so i think even just tying that into the podcast why we're trying to get into the nerd spaces and reveal that is like we're more than that mm-hmm. than the pain even though like Again, a lot of these are things that actually happen, but I would like to see more women kings. Like how you said, seeing more of a Lovecraftian story that doesn't necessarily take place in the 60s or slavery times and things like that. So just even changing it. So that's like one thing I'm working on as an author, just like giving not just quote unquote the black experience because there are multiple experiences that exist within it but also just a different perspective where it's like okay sometimes we can be sad because someone broke our heart and it doesn't have to be because someone's racist something like that sometimes we can be happy because you know we got a promotion at work and not because our racist boss got fired you know sometimes it's just as simple as that even though those stories again that are getting told with a tale, told with so many other things that we mentioned, 
need to be told yeah. and people need to like they can't be buried to history as we said yep a hundred percent a hundred percent like uh i say like at the end of the day like we're pretty much exposing more and more and i think like in the history of black girls like i know like a, a lot of our history is tragic and in fact you say it still is a tragedy but there are bright spots within there uh, there's a lot of times where you can celebrate just black culture and everything within there so you can just for sure like like we we can use that to celebrate and we can i do like want to see like more like more uplifting stories because like that combined with the like darker points in history like it creates a well-rounded like narrative right. like it pretty much at the end of the day just feels like it pretty much builds us up in both senses like it's not a misery fest mm-hmm. uh like like a lot of things but it can also be a success story and an example of that is like falcon and the winter soldier absolutely and just like how it pretty much did both sides of kind of justice with isaiah bradley the, yes. the original captain america and with the story of sam wilson like like that story right there it, it's i still rewatch that like at least his story to this day because i'm like yeah that's us that's yeah i mean i know people crack on the falcon and stuff like that but that was such to me i remember britta saying and when we had the ladies night that sometimes it's not meant for you mm-hmm. um for certain people um that hit so hard when he gave that speech at the end mm-hmm. and just like tell him about man let's just do better and it's as simple as that sometimes and then even seeing him have to wrestle with you know like me being us being comic nerds i see him as captain america and then it's like get hype about it but seeing that like story actually told and like him having to wrestle with that mm-hmm. of like oh a black man being the face of america as captain america and then like him getting robbed of that essentially and then having earned it was so powerful and then like you said with just isaiah bradley getting that statue and just like the moment he had with his was it his grandson yep so emotional and impactful so yeah to this day to this day no so now from there we're we're still going to keep it in the deep dive that was just like completely off the cuff something that i really just wanted to kind of talk about with you and just like share to the people but going from there we're just going to go on like a reflection from it just the different parts of the podcast with this being our season finale in essence mm-hmm. yeah and as of course as it is like of course we can't uh progress forward without looking back All right, and now that we're doing that, uh, let's go ahead and talk about like what's some of our favorite episodes, like what's some of our favorite moments that happened in this podcast. Mm, for me, definitely the that that intro episode was. <laughs> we're gonna get into two of the tough moments, so I'm not gonna say everything that went behind that episode, but just being able to really spit. I feel like that's just like we were really going at it and having that deep conversation, which is as much as I, I love some of the recaps we did um, and just like being able to talk about movies and geek out. But I really love that conversation that we had in our first one of just being like, hey, look at the blurred space and like so many people reaching out to us and being like, yo, 
absolutely i connect with that i feel like and not even just being black being a black man woman just being a nerd in general um young old whatever like i remember just like us getting uh group text from that or even my uncle reaching out to me which was super cool and him being like just like 30 40 years older than me um that was like really just cool and not knowing that this is what came from it you know us just going into it a few other things definitely our first guest having autumn and britta on that was just like a fun time um and also then last week with paulina so that's definitely something we'll talk about later in season two but just like yeah the guests were just they brought a lot of energy and seeing them transition from okay i'm nervous to just like this is just a great time we're laughing joking and everything it was just like so powerful and impactful so like, that's some of mine i can't let you share yeah uh i mean you took words right out of my mouth that first episode was probably the most interesting way to start off a show yeah. but uh but all like the fan reception of it was just so it was so encouraging uh like seeing like all the texts like god like hey it was excellent that you're able to like be like a voice for that space i'm like yes this is what we're trying to live for and as you said like the the ladies night episode was was particularly uh the first guest that we had it was a breath of fresh air and Anna and britta like they, they came out the gate swinging and that that really set the tone but <laughs> And, and of course, I gotta talk about it. I gotta do it with the Venom episode. Go for it. My favorite episode of all time because of the fact we, I, it was literally just an hour and some change of me just talking about my favorite character. So I, I, I could, I could literally talk about him for actual years. I, I, I I'm not even cap about that, but I, I will 100% say that it was, it was perhaps a favorite time. And then of course the, the Paulina episode. That was the episode that had me dying laughing. Bust down the gates. <laughs> but, but also uh, made me realize I have a ton of rage. Uh, <laughs> it's like, it's like the She-Hulk episode. I'm like, it's like, how much rage do you have in you? Yes. That, 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 is the, that is the point but it was all in good fun and yeah just really a lot of just different moments like that there's a lot of other moments that i can think of that that are really important but most of them were from the the patreon exclusive episodes again uh again subscribe to the patreon if you want to see what happens with that so all i'm saying is uh that trapped in a data simulator episode. That was that was a uh, that was pure fun. It was wild. Um, another one for me. Well, August in general has just been really fun. So, like, if we come back, I can already. I know for September at least we are definitely off. Like, I'm not recording in September. Um, October, if we were to do something, I have an idea of like a horror theme in October. But just being like August. Well, I know like Black Adam comes out as well, but you know work around it but um just having the theme of villain month was so fun of being like hey uh work with Venom. We, we both love the character then going into our villain bag getting into the dynamic and then again tying that into the uh the villain draft like we worked up to it and then like the anime primer episode one of my favorite episodes oh well. yeah just really just sharing just like all of our nerddom and stuff like that and just like the different levels like i would love to do like a that was like an anime 101 going to like an anime 
202 or something like that just like really getting deeper and then another thing that was really cool it wasn't necessarily an episode or a moment but when we got added to the black anime podcast network yeah i remember you sharing that with me and i was just like oh man this is really hype so just like having an opportunity to connect and being recognized was super cool yeah and yeah, and just another one that that really just stuck out with me was the the Obi Wan episode, because mm. because uh, once again I get to talk about one of my favorite characters in the form of a Big Daddy Vader. Uh, please clip that and 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 save that for for all the memes. But but yes, like that was another episode that was just really awesome and it was really great and and it was slightly emotional because of the fact like hey my first time getting to see hate christian sin in like almost 20 years and just all that it's like yes this is like what i was raised on yeah well i was raised on the the, the og but the prequels were the ones i actually saw in theaters yeah. so <laughs> but but yeah, it was just such a great moment, and and then when when I saw like, hey, we we're added to the back pocket, I was like, let's get it! Exactly. I, I almost shared it to like every single friend group that I knew, <laughs> but uh, I decided to restrain myself, you know, <laughs> practice some humility, and, and then immediately lost the humility when it came to everything else. But uh, hey, sometimes uh, the humbling will will continue. Uh, the humbling, also known as the rumbling. <laughs> humbling. Oh, please go watch Attack on Titan season four, people. Season uh, four, part two. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, going from there, toughest moments. There are two that I know we definitely have to share. Um, but I just gotta let you share it. All right. So we're finally doing it. Yes. We're finally talking about it. All right. Let's talk about the technical difficulties. Okay. So here, here's what happens. Here's the thing that we've been building up to when we kept mentioning that first episode was the fact that the recording program that we used ended up deleting our recorded footage. And we were just like, bruh, is, is this is this how, how it's all going to begin? And it was like night, well, it was afternoon, well, mid-evening. Yeah. And then it just deleted it all. Yep. So so we, we had to we had to come up with plan B and plan B was wait, did we We record it right after and we just did it again that night. Yeah, yeah, we redid it. But then the audio just was yeah, weird. Yeah, then like apparently like his microphone just was was just complete total garbage. So like our voices were were just horrible. Yes. For and for our first episode, I was like, I do not want to release this crappy audio for a first episode. So and then third time we had to do it on Zoom. We did it via Zoom. And of course, everything was crispy, but by that point, we were both burnt out. Yeah. <laughs> trying to remember what we had already said. Yes, I was doing my best not to try to just like meta speak and try to like speak ahead. I was like, no, 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 try to get back into that mode. But that was the roughest experience. I was like, if we don't do a po- another podcast again, I. I would not believe you. Which is wild because our first ever recording, we did it for the Doctor Trains, which is on our Patreon episode. And that was our practice run. And we did it in person and we did it with my laptop. And I believe that one was even longer. Well, eh, it might have been around the same range, but that saved everything. 
on my laptop. But then we did the first run, which was like an even much better episode. The Gara episode. <laughs> which was, that was a Zoom run. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, but our actual first official episode that people got to hear was better than the, like, the Doctor Strange episode. But then it just deleted everything. And it was like, what? What's going on here? Yeah, yeah. I almost wanted to... Almost, you almost had me go to jail. I was uh, about to lace up the the black air forces. I was about to to bond with the venom symbiote once again and just go completely nuts. But this isn't the only time it happened. <laughs> so for our first official guest episode, then when we did Autumn and Britta, that was reported twice. So we did a first one. I think it caught like the first twelve minutes. Yeah, and then we were good we were getting into it we recorded straight through and then just it did the same thing where it's like okay it's loading it's loading it's taking forever to process and then my kid computer is like yeah still processing yeah and then you hit the refresh button it's like it's all gone it's like what happened to it so we had to record that again um from a certain point so now this is going to be part of the lesson but essentially like we have to like Make sure to pause, but we also use a different laptop. Uh, Even though it's not a laptop that I prefer to use for uh, a reason, but yeah. Uh, I, I, oh, that was that was probably even more rough. Well, it was almost, it was just as rough. We saved it because of the fact that we had two guests. Yes, and we, I was like, no, no, this ain't how I wanted it to happen. But I, they definitely came through. So shout out to Red and Otto for being troopers. Something else I was about just audio in general. Um, figuring that out, I remember just like so many different ways times I had spent looking at it. Like now we have like a decent thing. The only issue with the current audio is if we have guests and we're laughing and stuff like that, it doesn't pick it up. Oh yeah, no, no. I saw that with the last one. It was like ants and like yeah. stuff like we were and going then, in and out. But yeah. that's probably because we were we were too into it. Yeah, so like if we start laughing really geeking out and stuff like that, it kind of just gets wavy um, and doesn't really pick it up. I think it's because it's trying to pick up everything. And it doesn't know how to filter it um since it should be like a one mic but just like even figuring that out is something that's been tricky and then the amount of just dollars that have kind of gone into just getting this off and then i know just like with my neurotic tendencies like i have to like i don't edit in breaks i have to edit it in one setting because i know that like i'm gonna be like oh we gotta finish it well i gotta finish it i gotta finish it i gotta finish it and then give it to you so that's something that's also been tough trying to manage myself that way. Yeah, I know for me, typically, like, sometimes, like, like for me, because of the fact that, you know, I still work a job, like, sometimes I try to, like, okay, if I can do it, like, before I get started with work, I'd be fine. And then sometimes that just doesn't happen because <laughs> I either I A, wake up late, B, completely forget to, or C, uh, C, I, I mean to, and I am like so there, but then I was like, oh, no, wait, I gotta, I gotta go into work early until I lose track of time. But, but yeah, so it was like really just a time management thing that was mostly like my type of deal because I'm such a busy body as is. And, and who boy, if you guys ever tried to, uh, try to live out my life, good luck. I don't even know how I do it sometimes, but 
But yeah, that's that was that. But... Yeah, something else, uh, just quickly, is that looking at the listeners, trying to stop myself from doing that, is another neurotic thing. I've just like seen the growth of the podcast. So. Oh no, no, I stopped doing that one like after the second episode. I was like, <laughs> nope, nope, this ain't gonna be good for my sanity. Yeah, so that's something I'm definitely working on. I think that'll be more of a season two thing where I actually stop myself from doing that. But yeah. Yeah, but but now. Now that we get that out of the way, got got the band-aid ripped right off. Yeah. What what did we learn? What did we learn? The grind never stops. Um, that's something that I definitely learned from that and it gave me a better appreciation for like content creators, um, and like people that do YouTubes and stuff like that, or just like record in general. For us having it as just two friends creating a podcast. Uh, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And it's not simply we grab a random mic, we record, and then we upload it to Spotify or something like that. It's like this entire process, like we had a two month prep period of just like figuring out, okay, what we, what do we want to do? What do, what do we, um, what does the format of the podcast look like? How are we going to record? What's the recording schedule? What technology are we going to use? And it's just like a continuous process. And then even when we're done, us, we're having to edit ourselves. That's something that I also learned and then gained an appreciation for. So just like really just like self growth through it as well, because um, going into it, it's like, oh man, I'm, I don't talk a lot. I'm kind of nervous about stuff like that. And it's just like going through it being able to share it to like so many people and just like talk, you know, freely and things like that have been like self growth that I've also learned. Yeah. And I know for me, like definitely an aspect of this that, that I really learned is just, as I said, just the, the entire process of creating a podcast, mm-hmm. like doing all the prep work, doing all of the, like going through all the, the trials and tribulations that we faced, uh, really just helped cement like, hey, the growth and just how we as people, like we just, how much we really wanted to like set out and do this thing and just how determined we actually are to doing it yeah. and just, and also just an, an accountability type of deal. Cause like, yeah. Hey, if, if one of us is lacking, the others don't let us know. <laughs> and just how we're able to really like lean, like just have fun while, while doing it too. Absolutely. Cause, cause if we weren't having fun while doing it, I don't think we could have continued it any longer. No, absolutely not. But but yeah, it's just an aspect of like, hey, talk about what you love and get to just have fun while doing it and then just hit it off with the nail in the head. Yeah, just the importance. Yeah, like you said, of having fun um, with this. And it definitely has been fun. So just like the importance of hobbies and just even going after something that's big that I might share just later, just like having something that you think will be fun or something that interests you, if you are able to do it, go do it you know that is something that i've learned where even with writing where like the self-publishing process was an absolute nightmare but i learned every step along the way and then when it was done it's like oh man look at what we accomplished so like even with our season finale it's like man starting back in march did we think we would get here or like have as much fun like it didn't really feel like 
work to me other than editing. So like it's been a blast. Man, oh man, as I said, like it was really great and just at the end of the day, just really we we just really had a great time. And I think like like we're gonna get into it a little later, but I think we really we really accomplished some stuff. Yeah, so going from there, just what we think we accomplished, I think one thing that we did is that we showed that we're here. Um, almost as simple as that. I'm not arrogant enough to think we started the conversation or main drivers of the conversation, but I think we are a part of helping keeping it going. Um, just showing again that there are blurs that exist, that we can be fans of comics and fans of anime, fans of movies, TV shows, gaming, all that good jazz, and it not being, okay, so we're tied to the specific box, in a sense, where we are, man, we can talk about as deep as almost anybody else if you want to. So that's just something that I think has been really helpful. And then having people be like, being able to connect with our experiences and then who knows who will reach out to that'll hear our first episode or episodes like this and be like, oh, okay, yeah, let me put a sticker, like an anime sticker on my laptop or something like that and connect that way instead of just like hiding out. Yeah, and I think like, as is one of the main things that we really accomplished was just having that space available. Uh, I'm sure there's like plenty of other different like uh, black nerd focused podcasts and I'm not gonna say like hey we're the only ones or that we're, we're the best ones but I just say like we are here and we're reaching out to like as much of an audience that we can uh, either within our friend groups or as they spread it to anybody else or like our coworkers and them spreading it to other people I think like at the end of the day we're really just set out to 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 like just have that conversation and to really just talk about it and then be able to either be as deep as we want or as uh, as focused as we want. And then at, at the same time, we can have as many laughs as we want yeah. and, and as many uh, emotional tools as we want. Uh, I'm, t- I'm looking at you, editor. Uh, <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, like we just really had we just really had that that fun and that bonding and that connection while we were creating this this space, this podcast, and then just hearing the the amount of people who actually want like who actually ask questions or to the people who uh who like hey or who shared everything and and to our biggest supporters, uh, all I all I gotta say is just thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did you have like any expectations or mindset kind of going into this? Oh man, uh, really like my main mindset and expectation was, all right, okay, so how how do we do this? Well, firstly, firstly just doing a podcast in general, I'm just like, is this going to work? Are we going to reach the world? Am I going to be, am I going to be the next, uh, no, nah, nah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say his name, I'm not going to say his name, but, uh, but really, like my main mindset was, how it's like, all right, let's just talk about what we like, and then it, and then we'll pull in all the people later. It's like, 
and have them be drawn to us via what we talk about. <laughs> and me just being able to have a space to even just talk about everything I love and with without being judged at all. Uh, can, can I say that I can have like an hour plus episode talking about Venom? Uh, no, 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 I could not have, have said that like a, a while ago. <laughs> and and to say that, like, hey, it, it's perfectly acceptable. I'm like, yes, yes, it is. No. Yeah, for me, I think one was like have fun. I know going into it, it's just like okay, maybe games use it as a way to like help promote my book and stuff like that. But just going into it, it's just like man, this is really fun. Um, that first episode I think is really special to me. Um, and I might listen to it eventually. But just having that opportunity and space of just like okay, we're committed to it. It's twelve weeks plus a bonus. Let's give it everything we got and then see where it is at the end of the day. I think that was just like kind of how I went into it. And it's like, okay, if this is something that I don't enjoy, then I'm not going to do it. But just like really having it as like, wow, this is fun. This is like something that people enjoy was helpful. Mm-hmm. So going from there, we can see when getting into like hopes for a season two if we come back for one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I would say like, one of my big hopes for season two is not only expanding uh, our audience, but expanding our content, you know, uh, talk about just uh, like have more discussions on anime, uh, discuss like comics that, that may not, that we haven't talked about before. Well, we, if we do come back, we're talking about Immortal Hope. That's, you, you beat me right to the punch. <laughs> but, you beat me to the punch, but, uh, but yeah, and, and talking about uh, just and maybe even having more special guests on this episode. That's probably my biggest thing is just the guests and being people to, you know, have like have their space to talk about everything. And oh yeah, and finally uh, getting our whole like having better like setup, better equipment, just all that to to really make ourselves seem like we're we're more professional than we actually are. But 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 that's neither here nor there. <laughs> even though we are unprofessional. <laughs> I'm just gonna drink water. <laughs> yeah, for me, I'm definitely with you. I definitely want to have more guests. Um, there's people that we know that we can reach out to. I think there were times where it's just like because of our initial setup, we preferred to do it in person mm-hmm. than compared to Zoom. But then also can taking into account the audio stuff, just like okay, if we invite somebody else, how are we gonna do it? And then just like the format of the show. Especially since, like, a lot of our episodes, like, towards the middle of the pod were a lot of reviews. Um, a lot of it was, like, okay, we could bring somebody in for the review part of it, and then we have the deep dive discussions ourselves. Yeah. But then it doesn't make sense to have it in person in that case. But just, like, working around that, seeing who wants to stick around for the full conversation, something that you... um mentioned i i definitely want to interview some content creators there's definitely one person that we were trying to get on um early in the podcast that hopefully we can get them if we come back um which would be super cool yeah um another thing we try to get you know voice actors stuff like that but also just like more fan engagement just like really getting the discord up and popping um the patreon not because of the money but more of just like people being able to recommend stuff Mm -hmm. um and kind of that interaction that way would be really fun and then i also want to collab with other young pods where it's just like okay 
people reach out to Blurred City, they have us on and we have them on, um, kind of that cross engagement, which would be something that's super fun to have. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. That, that is perhaps something that I really want to, uh, really want to like have happen and to have that cross, the crossovers. Yeah. You no know, crossovers are really special, whether they happen in anime, movies, uh, comics, everything like that. Back one of the one of the best movies of all time, Avengers Endgame, was just a, a humongous crossover. So hey, if we could have like a blurred podcast crossover, the likes of Endgame that, and we get invited to it, like I would I would actually fall out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think of sometimes the Power Rangers when they have all the Red Rangers together. Oh, and they, oh yes, and then they all pull out the uh, the Battleizer. Oh boy, like I think of just like a crossover in that way. Yeah, and. Something I want to do, I know like we can't really avoid reviews. Um, it's something that I enjoy, but I just feel like there's a way we can improve it. But also just like, I enjoy like this past, uh, this month, like I said, and the intro to anime episode where it's just literally us getting into it over just the topic and just like going from there. Um, instead of like being beholden to like, okay, we have to give 30 minutes to this big thing that happened. So just like even working around that way, I would say. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, at the end of the day, we really uh, got so much that, that we, we aimed and set out to accomplish and we are going to do it. Uh, but but now uh, that we do that and we're gonna be heading out on a hiatus and a break. What what where are you gonna be up to during it? All right, so I like even when you got here, I was telling you that I was trying to like send out a query letter to get my um second book published. So I'm gonna be working on that, uh, just reaching out to literary agents and finding different avenues to see if I can like get my book officially published and then I'm, I need to finish a I need to finish my sequel to my first book um, this month because I need to finish a manuscript for something else by the end of the year so it's a lot of writing actual work that I have to do um, that I'm not going to talk about since <laughs> we don't talk about it on the pot but um, actual work that needs to happen and then just take some time for myself um, really yeah, take a mental break. I think that'll be good to help as well. And end of the month, I'm going to an Imagine Dragons concert. So, ooh, nice. Be fun. nice, nice. Uh, I think for myself, really, it's uh, it's gonna be like connecting with uh, a lot more of the, a lot more peers, a lot more of uh, the these special guests that I'm thinking of, you know, like really, really strengthen and forge that bond because I don't think like we hung out as much since starting the podcast, but hey, we'll, we'll do that. We'll take care of that. Uh, also, uh, also, you know, I mean, you know, but you know, get to be part of that guild that I, that I've always yes. been. That, that Saber Guild, you know, get to go out charity events, be a, be an actual real life, uh, still haven't figured out if I'm going to be Jedi or Sith yet, but, uh, we know what you're going to be. Come on. I mean, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, <who> be? <laughs> oh, man, the dark side is strong with me, so it, it's strong with me in multiple senses, but, <laughs> but yeah, there's really that and being really just getting a chance to to relax a bit, you know, get to really enjoy my content, enjoy the things I'm reading, enjoy the things I'm uh, uh, 
that I'm watching and not to like, oh man, do I have to take notes so that way yeah. I have to yeah. <laughs> that way I have to do this for the podcast or I have to rewatch it a second time in order to take notes, but uh <laughs> but but I get to really just, you know, chillax. Chilling out, max and relaxing, all cool. Yeah, she meant be ball up. Right out of school. Even though we don't go to school anymore. Nope. Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, <laughs> so just, yeah, that was our recap of just season one and the reflection. So now we're going to get into our sponsor for the day. All right. So the sponsor that we have for today is, in fact, the Blurred City Podcast. A podcast uh, unlike many others. You get to sit down, have a great conversation with two people who happen to share the same name. Don't know how that happened, but uh, but it is. And you get to really just take time, just listen to these these goofballs, have a, an amazing time, have guests unlike any other, and just really be able to to just have fun and just listen to to some amazing content. So please subscribe and join the Blurred City Podcast. All right, so we really did that, and we have an amazing time. And wait, hold on. This is a feeling guy I, I felt before, but wait, is this what you felt the entire time when when I was exuding this energy? Yes, absolutely. That's crazy. Well, hey, take it away. So this is something I'm excited about. So this is different. We're gonna really get hyped. So I was gonna I picked a character that has been going for 20 plus years. A character that has proved that toxic relationships work. A character so powerful, so popular, that they have multiple forms and multiple, and one of them happens to be black. So, with that, I'm going with Ashes Charizard. Huh? One of the most black Air Force Pokemon to ever walk this earth. So, let's start it off. So he was a cute little Charmeleon, but Charmander, but then we saw that he had that dog in him when he turned into a Charmeleon. So not listening to Ash, blowing that fire in his face, just being a belligerent, belligerent Pokemon. But then he transformed because Aerodactyl ripped up Ash and then he was making fun of him. So he was like, oh, you think this is a joke? Well, let me take down my off transformation to a Charizard. What you gonna do about it? So it takes him down. Then we have one of the best Pokemon fights against Magmar. Something that I will never forget. So they fought on top of a volcano. He hit him with a seismic toss, went into the volcano, and then popped out, won the fight. Charizard, who like I mentioned, this particular not this particular Charizard, but if he has the Mega Evolution X, he then turns into a black Charizard. So Charizard, again, we then learn he has that dog in him because something that he did that was so disrespectful that broke a lot of hearts in the Indigo League. Ash kills him as the Pokemon. He was scared to use him because he never listened to his commands. He would just sleep on the job. So he chose Charizard because he had no other choice. He scares the Charmander out, so then uh, Richie, he has to use Sparky, which is a Pikachu. Charizard is like, yo, this ain't even a match for me. I'm going to sleep on the job. Causes Ash to have to forfeit the match and lose because he's like, yo, you gotta step your game up if you wanna talk to me <laughs> any type of way. 
then just going from there, he then he had to go. He's so tough. He had to go on his own little training arc. How many bad guys get a training montage arc? So going to Char Valley, got that upgrade, able to take down on Articuno, one of the legendary animal Pokemon, and then just being over there, he's able to take like he fought in the table for. So Charizard is literally if Pikachu didn't exist, he'd be the most popular. Pokemon in existence. I mean, I don't I don't know what else to say. Um, yeah, and oh, something else. Out of all of Ash's starter Pokemon, he's the only one to evolve. So we know why Pikachu won't evolve, for marketing reasons. But Squirtle should be a Blastoise by now, and Bulbasaur should be a Venusaur. Charizard's the only one that evolved all the way. So what else can I say? Yeah, yeah, Ash Charizard is a uh, Black Air Force personified, uh, literally becomes a Black Air Force. And and if you didn't mention that time he fought Entei, I was gonna because, like, that's the one thing that stuck out of my mind is Charizard fighting legendaries and going to a standstill with them. The legendary Pokemon, along with Pikachu. Yep, yep, he, he's one of the few Pokemons who level don't get reset, uh, Pikachu. Um, but, <laughs> but yes, he, he's. He's perfectly Black Air Force personified, and uh, just just thank you. He, he, you get your Black Air Forces, sir. Yes, just evolve one to your X form. Yep, yep, you, you deserve it. Take them. All right, going from there, and now we're going to get into the Come Get Your Roast. So this is the segment where we really just want to give someone in any space uh, their rose, give them the appreciation that they deserve, because not everyone hears it while they're still here. So... For Come Get Your Rose, I am giving you a rose. Oh, 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 wow. <laughs> yes, uh, just, it's so incredible. The story of, <laughs> I reached out to you, and you were literally thinking about the pod, and it was just like a simple meshing of it. Um, just even going from there, where it's like, because the, when I arrived here, the pandemic almost immediately started. So I don't think we were in the same room for more than 10 times the past two years and i don't think we've talked more than 20 times the past two years so just like being able to start a podcast and then like it fits seamlessly is like so incredible um and then just like obviously another demetrius and a complete nerd as me has been like a really fun time but then also just with that when i did reach out to like want to start the podcast it was like a time in my life where i could have like been on like a uh, emotional bender in a sense or kind of like backslid just because of just like personal stuff that was occurring at the time so like this past five months or so it's been like a super incredible fun time for me um and kind of helped me get through that in a sense so yeah it was kind of like i threw out a lifeline and it turned into a party cruise so it's just been an incredible blast and wanted to give you a rest for that thank you man this is the first time this ever happened folks I'm giving out two roses. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, and this one goes out to Demetrius as well. So, again, like you, as you said, like you're just an amazing guy. Like when when it was announced that you were moving here, I was like, <laughs> when one of my friends like reached out, he's like, "Hey, uh, you want to go like help Demetrius move?" I was like, "Wait, hold up!" I <laughs> I mean, like, wait, I'm I'm not moving. <laughs> and he said, "No, no, no, there's another Demetrius." I'm like, "Wait, there's another one? Hold up, the only." the one I know is my father. 
um, I need to go see what this is about. And and then like we met, and then it was almost as if it was immediate. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it was it was just like yeah, yeah. It was like all right, we're talking about this, and then and then as we mentioned in the first episode, when it was like, hey, you you into this? It was like yeah. And then the rabbit hole in the spiral just immediately <laughs> happened. But yeah, it was like every time we got a chance to talk, it was just always like uh, I was just there. We were we immediately go to to tangents and spirals immediately. It was amazing. And when you reached out about the podcast, I was like, well, guess this was a sign that uh, that this was meant to be. So uh, hey, well, and then now we're here. Uh, it was especially as you mentioned, like during during a rough time in both of our uh, lives and careers. But hey, we we had each other. We we were bros beyond on uh, humanity. And I'd say is hey, just thank you for reaching out to me, just putting me on this podcast, and just saying like hey. And just all the planning, all the fun, all the mishaps, and all of the, uh, and then all of the awkward moments that, that has happened on this podcast, uh, I just say, hey, come get your rose, but, but thank you. Yes, thanks for putting up with my neuroticism. Don't <laughs> uh, get me started. <laughs> yeah, so going from there, uh, we are going to get into our recommendations and plugs. All right, so... What is our recommendations? Recommendations. Oh yes, of course. The main rep- recommendation is the is of course She-Hulk, which is on Disney Plus. You got uh, House of Dragon, which is on HBO Max, and then the Dragon Ball Super movie, which is currently in theaters right now, and you'll find that anywhere. The Dragon Ball Super manga is, is actually currently on Biz. Uh, online for free so you can read that um, and then finally we have just our just our podcast you know we'll, we'll get into how, how you can get in that in a little bit but firstly let's go ahead and let uh, the other just share his plugs okay so a few things um, that I've already mentioned before but Ranking of Kings go watch that they're getting a new episode new episode or new episode or two episodes in 2023 i'm excited about that i king boji is king uh <laughs> there's nothing else to say about that um one of the greatest protagonists if we have an anime hero draft he's going to be my number two pick i uh, just put that out there now all right, so I know exactly who to, who to steal from. <laughs> yeah, I know you're going to pick someone else for number one, so. Darn right. So just going from there. Also, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once is a powerful movie. It, I don't know where you can find it. Um, Just Google it um, and then go from there. But one of it, it's about family. It's about familial love, parental love, romantic love, action about where you want to be in your life but also just like competing with that. Do you actually want to be here, but also being grateful, which is just a really powerful lesson. And it's so unexpected. So if you're kind of into that, it's a lot, but I would definitely recommend it. Something else that I mentioned on the podcast, RRR on Netflix is, it's going to be goaded as, it's a Hollywood movie, but it's incredibly good. It's three hours, but just go back to the episode where I kind of gave it the freak out get segment. That's a really good show. Uh, movie. Then Thor Love and Thunder, it should be on Disney Plus at some point, eventually. 
uh, to mention. Then Cobra Kai, which is on Netflix with season five coming out. Definitely go catch up with that if you're a fan of The Karate Kid. Rings of Power on Amazon, that's coming out in September. So again, we're just getting a lot of bangers that are coming out back to back. And then again, Struggle Nation on YouTube. Check them out. Really funny. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And now comes the time where we're putting our plugs for this Blurred City podcast. You got your Instagram, which is Blurred City uh, 22, as well as the Twitter. And then, then we also have our YouTube, which is Blurred City Pod. And then probably most importantly is our Patreon, which is also Blurred City Pod. This is where you can see previous episodes, such as our anime character review of Gara, our Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness review, and then my personal favorite, the Trapping the Dating Simulator review, uh, best anime of all time. Go watch it on Crunchyroll Im- immediately. Uh, you have no choice. I can't dispute that. <laughs> so you, have, you have no choice. And then you also, we also has like some additional content that will be coming out on there exclusively while we are on this hiatus such as a movie review of Prey mm-hmm. our character now has a study on now Fumi of Rising of the Shield Hero and our TV show review of Miss Marvel yes so so, that would be more towards the end of the month yes yeah, so please uh, go ahead and give ourselves a subscribe and then we also have our discord which is linked in our instagram and that's where you can go in have a community and it's where you can uh submit your geek out freak out segments your come get your rose segments your random fan theory sections and especially your questions the questions that we will be answering on for our special episode which is coming up very soon and then finally and then finally we have our email blurredcity22 at gmail.com in case you also want to submit via email and also have like just you know want to send some plugs out to us uh, send some sponsorships if you got any cool sponsors some real sponsors then uh, go ahead and uh, shout us out and just send our email to them uh but yeah just pretty much just make sure that throughout all these platforms make sure you're following that you're subscribed and that you hit that bell notification on youtube so that way you cannot miss out yeah on on the content that we have if or when we return yeah and give us uh just a like or rate us as well so we can go out so other people can be part of the city with that, just following up with our Q&A, since this episode is coming out Wednesday, when you're hearing it, we typically record on Saturdays. Who knows if we'll record on Sunday next week or not. But I would say you have until 11.59 p.m. Friday to send us your questions. It potentially Saturday at 7 a.m. is the latest, but just with that, don't, don't risk it. So if you really want to hear us anything, it doesn't necessarily have to be nerd questions. They can be life questions i don't know why you're asking this for life advice but we'll answer it yeah yeah i mean hey as we said like if you if you want to hear two two men who totally don't have it together give you advice on a topic that we are underqualified for then go ahead and do that hey if you if you need relationship advice uh you can go ahead and come to us for uh i, I don't know 
how much help we gonna get, but uh, but hey, we 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 made that disclaimer right now. So go for it. Yeah, and just spread the word if you if there's someone's in your life that you think might be interested, just send them like their way, send them to our YouTube and stuff like that. So going with my individual author pages, got my Instagram, Mitri underscore dash. So M E T R I underscore D A S H. On my Twitter, we got at Mad Dash sixteen. So T H E M A D A S H sixteen. And then Amazon, if you want to catch my book, Phantom Pains and Most Irregular Tell, that's available on Amazon. So we're gonna leave you with our final. Well, maybe we might do it after our Q and A, but we're gonna leave you with some words of encouragement either way. Yes, and my words of encouragement is that it's always good to reflect on the past in order for you to make progressions in the future. Uh, and the way to do that is either just, you know, just going over past uh, decisions you've made, past, uh, past experiences that you've had, or, if, or even better, talk to your elders because they can have some sage advice for you that'll help lead you to the future. So do so please make sure you know your history. Otherwise you're doomed to repeat it. Yeah. For me, I'm going to say pursue what you love. We get this this one more to life to do it. Um, you don't want to look back and keep going, oh I could have. Um when or when this happens, like when I graduate from school, then I can do this. Or, oh, actually, when I get this job, I can do this. Oh, wait a minute, when I save enough, I can't do this. There's always gonna be something that pops up, some um, reason, some excuse that can potentially happen, but you don't wanna look back and be like, oh, I could've. So just with that, keep pursuing it. If you have an interest, take it, take the train to see how far you can take it. And if you have to get off, then get off, but at least you can say you did it. So don't give up and set your heart ablaze. And with that, I'm just going to say, whether we come back or not, it's not goodbye forever. It's just goodbye for now. And that's the Blair City Podcast. We'll see you at some point.